0: Okay. Hi guys. I have some fun with you?
1: Your fucking
2: deck.
0: All right, welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark
3: Radio Network. (gasps)
0: What? What? God damn! You're so fucking loud. Well, maybe you turn your fucking headphones down. Maybe if you bitches got your shit together before the fucking no, maybe show if aired. you just
2: weren't so fucking loudmouthed, well, bitch. Y-
0: maybe if you guys got your shit adjusted before the fucking show happened, you'd be good. I think we, you're just we adjust it for my bitch. voice, not <clears throat> yours. What, what? My melodious voice? Your loud voice. Uh, this this is, I'm not loud. You're I'm, loud and
2: obnoxious. No, I project.
0: I'm on a radio. I project. You don't have to project. The mic is I project. two
1: centimeters from your face. You
0: have a mic. But it's made to project into. You have to project your performer. Uh,
3: you, you, you,
1: so you.
0: for all of you that have no fucking clue because you're like borderline retarded or something... Uh, I am Kimber Haven, the living icon herself. Why? Why?
2: Why living. do people like you? I don't understand. I don't either.
0: I really don't. I have no idea why I have a fan base. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm just as <laughs> bewildered as you, honestly. <coughs> so, who do I get over there to my left? Who? Who's just coming at me, swinging today?
2: It's me, Nexus.
0: Oh, don't act like you're all fucking sweet. I am sweet. You've been swinging at me since we fucking hit record.
2: Yeah, that's just you, though. It's just you.
0: <clears throat> oh, Not your buddy in the production booth? Not your yeah. your bestie?
2: Yeah.
0: All right, let's go to the production booth. What's up? Hey, guys, it's Raven Rocks. Well, that was a fake-ass fucking intro. Well,
1: at least what? I don't sound like you. I know how to not project... I'm being myself. I don't, You're like, I don't, hey guys. I don't try to give the mic head.
0: Why don't you? I bet you fucking do the Queen wave on the fucking red carpet. That fake ass fucking Queen wave. Like, hey, yeah, okay, peasants. Oh you do God. the
1: slut wave with your ass.
0: I do because that's why I'm on a red carpet for porn. I'm on there for being a slut. and Gonna be a slut. I don't know why congratulations. these congratulations.
3: You're a failure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the two of you should never be partnered in anything, <laughs> any endeavor.
2: Well, why not?
0: Because <clears throat> I just feel like I'm I'm like
2: Do you need a safe space?
0: I feel like there's like a three-person vote and I'm always two against one.
2: Oh.
0: That's what I feel Aww, like.
2: Oh, that's so sad.
0: I feel like I'm always outvoted.
2: Oh, that's so Always sad. Always outnumbered,
0: surrounded by bitches.
2: That's so sad. Surrounded
0: by cunts and bitches. Oh. Fucking all these scandalous bitches. Oh. Are you done crying? <clears throat> so so what's what's going on in your life, Lexus? Do you,
2: do you need some tissues?
0: I'm going to ignore the production booth for now.
2: Why? <laughs> what,
0: what's going on with you, Lexus? That's Lexis? not very
2: nice. Why are you so mean?
0: <sighs> well, let's drop the baby girl act, act, okay? Everyone knows you're a cunt. Oh, oh, I'm the cunt? Yes. Oh, don't. You're the <laughs> now one you're com- pretending like what? Well, I'm sweet. <laughs> I
2: am. Whatever. You're the one coming at me, bro. Mm. You're, you're the one coming at so me. So, what's been
0: going on in your week? Your exciting week.
2: Um, let's see. Um, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Um, what did I do? What did I do? You
0: supervised the construction of a mailbox.
2: Oh yeah, we got a mailbox now. Woohoo! Hopefully, it won't be taken out. Um, by another drunk driver by another drunk driver and then um what else did we do this week um
0: sounds like you've had a very exciting week
2: well i'm getting ready to put up the stone wall again and then well
0: i would say the most intense part of your week has been from your workout regimen
2: yes which you and
0: raven have been hitting and you uh raven what you don't know is she's Obsessed here at home as well. Not only is she doing the fasting with you, and, and every time I see her, she's not eating real food, she's drinking a shake. <laughs> but she is constantly out in that garage working out. She is constantly busting ass. She's constantly texting me from work like, "I'm on my way to the gym.' Go get my workout in. Go and get my pump on." She's fucking balls to the wall lately about her workout.
2: Last night, I so did not want to go. I did not I was not feeling it, but I bet I made myself go.
0: That's how I felt with my cam show last night. I just wasn't feeling it last night. That's how I
1: felt eating my pizza last night.
2: Oh, you suck.
1: Hey, I made it homemade. So I know. it's not like it was Domino. Yeah,
2: you offered me some and I was like, oh, that sounds so good. But no, it's okay.
1: homemade.
0: It's good for you. No, it's not. Anything homemade no, is good for no, you. No,
2: no, no, it's not.
0: Okay, now. To to go to tell this next story, I got to go back in time a little bit and tell a previous Raven story because Raven has there's Raven is a wealth of stories. You hang around Raven long enough, you're going to have lots of Raven stories. That's all I'm saying. Raven's entertaining as fuck. So Whatever. you're gonna, you're going to have to remind me, Raven. I remember it was D and D day.
1: You're asking me?
2: Oh God! Yeah, it was yeah. it was
0: Dungeons and Dragons day.
2: Now I know where this is going.
0: You came over. We had planned to have tacos.
2: You had brought
0: a jug of chocolate milk, which you proceed to chug along with your tacos. And the whole meal, we were like, what the fuck are you drinking chocolate milk with tacos for? So remind me of why you brought the jug of chocolate milk.
1: Well, I had stopped at the store to get something to drink, and I was tired of picking up vitamin water and shit like that, and I saw the jug of... See, I would have gotten a small container of chocolate milk, (laughs) but they didn't have any, so I saw the big like half-gallon of chocolate milk, and I was like, I haven't had chocolate milk in years. I'll pick up some chocolate milk.
0: While you're on your way over to have tacos. And here's
2: the thing. It always starts the same way. I haven't had that in years. I haven't had that in years. Let me try it. So the next the next
0: visualization we get is the most gruesome, horrible thing. Because we're all trying not to lose our tacos. Because we're seeing her stuff tacos in her mouth. Then she'll take up her jug of chocolate milk and swig for the jug. And then go back to eating the tacos. And we're just like, that cannot be doing well the, in your and, stomach
2: you know chocolate milk is so thick yeah it's just like it's, curdle oh. and the
0: hot sauce is curdling it instantaneously in your stomach it's becoming buttermilk as soon as it fucking hits the hot sauce so i'm like that cannot be doing well <laughs> it's just here <you're> are <laughs> jugging for this gallon jug so yeah so then flash forward after she did not have a very good experience with that she goes on this fast with lexus and it's, it's a while. They're fasting for a while because I just know 48 hours. Yeah, I, I know that I hadn't seen Lexus eat any goddamn thing in a while. <laughs> and she's just sipping. And every time i make a joke and I would get the look of death because she'd come back from the kitchen with her shake. And I'd go, so, and she'd be sipping on it in her chair. And she always looks so fucking miserable. And I said, so how's dinner? And she's like, fuck you.
1: Oh, my God. She comes over Thursday and she starts yelling at me because you're fasting. You're not cooking for her, so she's fasting <laughs> yeah, see, too. I told
0: you.
2: <laughs> see, here's the worst part. First of all, she asked me to make her cookies, which I do. I make her cookies while I'm fasting. Make okay, that would be food.
1: hard as fuck too. I- I'll give now, you credit for that. The
2: first, the worst part is the dogs eat real food. <laughs> the dogs eat pork and they eat chicken with their meals, so. Every That's day. some
1: serious white people shit.
2: Well, it's better for... <laughs> they have serious allergies, so they have to eat real food. They need I mean, a soft coat. Yeah. So, <laughs> Diva has had some issues where she seriously digs at her coat, and this is better for her coat. So, she has stopped digging, and she doesn't have as many sores. I
1: noticed she doesn't have her third
0: eye anymore. Yeah. See, now you know why the meat is not yeah. a Karen white-ass person thing It's trying to get our dogs from ripping themselves apart.
2: So here i'm cook i can't eat but she's eating chicken with rice and i'm feeding my dogs chicken and fucking rice and pork and rice and i can't fucking eat and i'm just like you little motherfuckers <laughs>
0: so for all of you that do not fast and do not know cuz i fast all the time not really because i'm trying to diet it's just i don't hardly ever eat because eating and food is not a priority for me, so it's usually Raven or Lexus's responsibility to ensure that I eat because I'm not a grown-ass adult and I will not feed myself. So, they're fasting, and if you didn't know because you've never fasted, when you do finally eat solid food, You want to eat something extremely bland, like bread and soup.
1: No, no. That's what you should eat. What you want to eat is something completely different. (laughs) Because
0: it's going to hit your stomach like a goddamn brick. It's going to feel in your stomach like McDonald's food feels in your fucking stomach. Super heavy like you swallowed a goddamn brick, like it doesn't want to digest. So your your stomach's going to kick back on, and it's going to start cramping like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So it's already not doing well when you reintroduce food after a prolonged period of time. So Raven, after not learning her lesson with the chocolate milk and tacos, decides that her first meal that she wants to eat solid food is corn dogs. (laughs) And Doritos. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Now, not just any corn dogs. The cheapest fucking garbage ass Ghetto corn dogs you can buy. State fair. The bulk was comes in a goddamn had, big box. It was all they had at the store. <laughs> Frozen corn popsicles that come in a goddamn cardboard box with State Fair just slapped on the side. Everyone knows the ghetto ass corn dogs. That that when you're you're a kid you get because your parents buy them in bulk because they're so fucking cheap. Yeah. They are the literally the cheapest, Your most point? garbage fucking corn good. dogs in in the world. So yeah, she she wants to dine on corn dogs, cheap ass processed corn dogs. First meal. Does not that turn out, Raven? Really. About as well
1: <laughs> as uh, tacos and chocolate milk. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> the chocolate milk with your just fucking chocolate milk running down your fucking mouth. Oh bullshit! Tacos in your mouth. Oh You're mixing that all together, and we're like, oh Jesus Christ! It's mixing in her mouth too. Fuck! This is why we can't. I Raven was not anywhere.
1: taking bites of taco and then chasing it with chocolate <laughs> yes, milk. Yes, you were,
0: and you were taking while I was swigs. still chewing. We were like, we. This is why we can't take Raven anywhere fucking gross (laughs) bitch
1: first you have to go somewhere to take me somewhere
0: what's wrong with corn dogs first of all state fair corn dogs are not they're very very loosely classified as food and you don't want to have state fair corn dogs after you've been fasting it is not good on your tummy it takes you to be in premium health to digest those you have to be strong like bull at the point you try to digest a state fair corn dog. Well, or your body's like, well, "What? this is not edible.
1: What I've found in the last year is what kicks in for most people, I guess in their late 30s, early 40s, is finally starting to kick in for me.
0: I'm going to stand up for you against Honey here. Honey said she was high. Was she high? And I'm going to say, no, she was not high. In fact, Raven has not been high for a very long time. Raven was not even high in L.A. When I went to the dispensary, I bought a shit ton of stuff. She never hit my vape. She never partook in anything in L.A. I I have not changed at all, but Raven gave up weed and THC because Raven's worried about memory loss and memory issues because if you've listened to the show, we've discussed it, and it's a real fear for her that she has struggles with memory. So she's completely removed THC from uh, her lifestyle. So, yeah, I'm very proud of her because it's not like she's not around fucking temptation (laughs) non-fucking stop. It's like it's like you baking me cookies. You're talking about a pot smoker and she was quite the stoner. She was right up there with me as far as being a stoner. And she went cold turkey, just fucking got off of it, went to LA. I went to a fucking dispensary, bought all this fucking shit. She had access to it as much as she wants. She never even asked for a puff of my vape. Nope. So it's like she made that decision. Nope. Not gonna when do it anymore. And that's what all I it was. may
1: have a shitty memory, but when I make a decision like that Ooh. Um I I don't know if it's hereditary or what, but I, I don't have an addictive nature like if
0: well it's not really an addictive substance only psychologically a lot yeah, of people it's become called psychologically willpower psychologically and the, the
2: more you use your willpower the stronger it gets it's an it's it's a muscle uh, that's true
1: like if if i decided i was going to quit vaping nicotine tomorrow i could just throw it down it's it's more of a habit than me it, physically needing it
0: okay and in your defense Uh, Raven started vaping because (laughs) vaping has benefits as well as, yes, it's an addictive substance because it does contain nicotine. However, the harmful things in cigarettes are not the nicotine. They're the actual vegetable matter. You're inhaling, you're breathing in smoke. And just like in a burning building, you don't want to do that. Vegetable matter into your lungs will decay your lungs. However, nicotine is no more dangerous in the human body than caffeine. Now, the reason that she started vaping was because it is extremely effective appetite suppressant and, and di- I love dietary
1: eating. tool. I love eating. Yeah. I love cooking and then I love eating what I cook.
0: It, it's And because of the nicotine, it raises your at rest metabolism. It's a good dieting tool. Um, she did it because there was a time where Raven was kind of chunky. She was chunky monkey.
1: Well, I mean, I get called thick all the time now. It's just in different places.
0: And she was going to give up coffee as well, but I advised against it because coffee and um, coffee products have been shown to give you a thirty percent increase in fighting memory loss. It's very, yes. very important.
2: Okay, um, let's let's switch um, topics. All right, let's do it. I want to know who won. <laughs>
0: Okay, before you have to. Leave I us- I know why she wants to know who won. <laughs> uh, she probably already knows. But anyway, uh, okay, people, if you've been following the show, uh, you have been listening to our to our game that we're going to do to punish two of the people on the show, and it was dependent on you guys and your votes who was going to fucking get punished. But here's the game: if you guys haven't been paying attention, you tune in the first time. We put up six movies on that list on your screen if you're in the chat room on your laptop because it doesn't show on the mobile and it has six horrible horrible fucking horror movies and they're all movies that one of us have watched and want to force the other two to watch so the, the how the game is played is you voted on the movies and whichever movie wins and gets the most votes has to be watched now if it's one that you picked and put on the list you're out of the punishment, but the other two are forced to watch it from beginning to end and write a full, in-depth review on it and present it on the show. So, uh, it's been two weeks now, so we're going to announce which film won the poll, what film has to be watched, and who are the ones that actually get punished and have to watch this film. So, two of us are going down. So, Raven.
1: I don't have, like, a, a drum... Sound. All right. So I'll just use Doesn't
2: this. the board have a drum roll? Here we wiggle. Doesn't it?
1: The- it has a rim shot. It doesn't have like a. It doesn't have that. So
0: um, it. I thought the rim was, shot was where they money shot really oh, on your asshole. It,
1: it was f- close for a couple weeks. I don't know what the hell happened, but one of them. Just fucking took off, and when I checked it this morning, had about 80% of the votes. Damn. Yeah. Which one? So, it looks like you and I, Kimber, are watching White Girl Apocalypse.
3: Fuck!
2: (laughs) Yes, it sucks. It's such a shitty, shitty fucking movie.
1: Uh, All right. I guess I'll have to watch that. You know, maybe Saturday during the day. No, no,
0: no, no. Thursday?
1: No, that's because when I'm supposed to help her with the brick wall.
0: Thursday, when I come over, that will be our movie. I will bring a pad of paper and a pencil. Where is it? To take notes. Available. I don't want to buy it.
2: Amazon. Okay.
0: (laughs) So this week, you and I will sit down. When I go over Ravens this week, you will know. I'm going over to watch White Girl Apocalypse. I'm going to take a notepad. It is so bad. And a a a pencil it and is I'm going to so take notes.
2: Fucking bad. Now
0: Raven, I'm not liking the fact that I'm being punished, but <laughs> you and I have a responsibility. You and I have to write in-depth reviews of this film. So we may have to pause it a few times and discuss among ourselves <laughs> what we're going to write about this film because we have to present to Lexus... Our understanding of the plot, the main characters, uh, the main villains, the main heroes.
2: What if we just
1: can't? I mean, if it's that horrible
0: of a movie, do we you have to know, Figure out what the director's trying to do. Do you
2: know how many? Because I'm not a horror buff. Do you know how many bad horror movies I watched to try and win this stupid oh my God. competition? See.
1: The reason I say that is because had Hell of the Living Dead, one of my choices won, even as I'm watching this movie, I'm like,
0: what the fuck is going on? Well, we're going to have to do our best. <laughs> yes, Rodney, it's on Prime. Our best com- comedic review. Oh, now our fucking fans want to see what we're going to experience. Uh, so, th- No, no, you don't. Yeah,
2: Yeah, <laughs> so- it's it's. Like, when I say it's low budget, I mean, it looks like it was made on $30. All
0: right, Lexus, how do you feel being the winner?
2: I mean, listen, I tortured myself trying to win this stupid competition.
0: So, okay. So you're really not a winner. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) not a winner. Now, Now that it's come out, what we, I mean, all right, Raven, what'd you put on the list?
1: I did Officer Down and Hell of the Living Dead.
0: I did Sorority Babes from the Slime Bowl Bola Rama and Frankenhooker.
2: And obviously, I did Lamageddon and White Girl Apocalypse.
0: Okay, so now that you're the winner, as far as your acceptance speech here, um, oh, geez. Why did you choose to punish us with this particular movie? Why was this one of your only two? You only got two choices. Why did you want to punish Raven and I? Why did you want to force us to watch this one?
2: Listen, I, seriously, this is so bad. So, so bad. (laughs) I don't understand. First of all, the concept is so bad. (laughs) It is a zombie movie. However, it's about a white girl living in a zombie world that she's just out to get coffee.
0: I'm a white girl living in a zombie world. I was just thinking that. They can eat me.
2: No, no. No.
1: She's talking to the dog, everyone, not Kimber (laughs) or me.
2: (laughs)
0: Although she talks to me very similar. She'll snap her finger. No, no. Bad, bad. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, uh, it looks like we're going to watch White Girl Apocalypse.
2: So, I want to thank all my fans for voting for me. Thank you. Oh, God. Thank you. Appreciate you all. Kisses, Kisses to all of you. Love to all of you. Thank you.
0: So why don't you? Uh, I I have something I want to get you started on because I'm going to do my quick bathroom break before you leave. Okay. But I do want to remind you that you have this segment called "Badass Bitches." So I want to ask you a question before that. Okay. I if you've listened to the show, you've pretty well figured out by now. Lexis has is enormous Jane Goodall fan
2: girl. Oh my gosh, she just turned 89 years
0: old. <laughs> She's a huge fan girl of Jane Goodall. So. And you've never discussed her as uh, one of the female badasses of the world. So what I'm, what I'm going to ask is, how would you explain to the listeners of why you're a fucking, of all people, you're a fucking Jane Goodall superfan?
2: Listen, I wanted to be Jane Goodall. I wanted to be Jane Goodall when I grew up. She is not an official doctor. So she was, what, 27, I believe, when she went out into the world and started studying um, chimpanzees. And um, she just went out and lived among them for six months. And in the time period, I mean, she just, she fucking did it. I mean, when you think about when she did it in the 60s, 70s, I mean Back
1: when women weren't allowed to do Yes.
2: Sex. And and you think about the technology that she had. I mean, even when when you think about even the smallest things in that era, even having your fucking period, living in the jungle uh, for uh, six years. Okay. Oh, fucking, I never even thought yeah, about that. I, I'm just in fucking awe of her thinking okay. about.
0: Okay, what, what would you say is somebody that If you're like, uh, if Jane Goodall was mentioned and they they're like, oh, yeah, the 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 chick that lived with the chimps.
2: I mean, okay, so she was made fun of because she thought of them as more, you know, she named them. Because she didn't give them numbers. And, you know, when she referred to them. She named them. They were they weren't test subjects to her. She was more than test that, subjects. That's
0: some man shit. Yeah. Yeah, that is some man shit.
2: And I, I don't. She just did so much. And uh, you know, this this chick, man, I almost I almost ditched work to go meet her last month. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I I am impressed that she was never an official scientist with a degree. However, every fucking primatologist and physical anthropologist in the world seeks her counsel on, she on proved, the subject.
2: She proved that chimps are more human-like because they use tools.
1: Now, was she the one that taught the gorilla to do sign language? No. No. Okay.
0: No, she, she doesn't do language skills. She watches, she observes behavior mm-hmm. and documents um, social Uh, and cultural behavior among Mm -hmm. chimpanzees she's basically uh been accepted by the chimpanzees as far as allowing her to get close and observe them in their their natural state and she watches their behaviors and see how they interact with each other how they care for their young um how they socially you know interact as far as anger and telling each other they're happy how they court one another so she basically studied so many behaviors of the chimpanzees she's become the foremost expert on their entire culture i still want to be
2: her i still fucking want to be mm-hmm. her i have i've owned one barbie in my lifetime one i mean it's fucking jane goodall barbie
0: how's she not how she's so old how she not died of malaria
2: right I
0: just, you would this think that fucking bitch, malaria. Would, this bitch,
2: this bitch. Now, she is a fucking badass bitch. I want to be her. I mean, <sighs>
0: well, there's some downfalls about Jane. I I, I don't want to burst your bubble, but she's not 100% perfect.
2: Well, I, nobody is.
0: Okay. Now, the biggest thing I have against Jane, and I will give her credit that she went against everything and she sought her own path, but she was the Karen of all Karens. She was a little blonde white girl that was born into privilege.
2: Well, yeah, but she gave it all up.
0: Yes, I will give her that. She she gave it all up. But she had the safety net that if her shit didn't work out, she could go home to mommy and daddy and live like a little fucking Paris Hilton yeah. for the rest of her life. So there was, okay, the only thing I will take away from Jane Goodall as far as being heroic and what she's accomplished was she never had to experience the fear of failure. Because she always knew if she had failed to accomplish, first of all, the people that fronted her in the money to do that trip was her rich, wealthy family. Now, if she had failed in her studies and endeavor, she could have always had her complete amazing life to fall back on.
2: Didn't she marry like a duke or some shit too?
0: So I mean she's extremely aristocratic and wealthy, and always has been wealthy. Yeah. she's always had substantial family wealth, so I'm just saying that is it's less heroic because there was no uh there was risk yes, thank you. there was no real risk to her.
2: This is why I want to be her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's the only thing I would take away from her. That I would I would say she's knowledgeable. She's accomplished so much. I would never say she was courageous. Because I don't think she succeeded in the, despite I don't the know. risk of failure. I
2: don't know. For somebody that aristocratic to go live in the jungle, it almost makes it, mean more
0: i think but i think that it was because she was a good all that she was listened to as much as she was okay yeah i think if she was not such an important person in aristocrat society they would have treated her more like a standard woman and not taken her research seriously but i think that even though she was a woman because her family line was so well respected they listened to her more than they would of a, a different woman
2: that yeah maybe,
0: yeah, so that that's why I'm thinking she did come with every advantage, going and she walked in with every advantage under the sun, she had money to take the trip, she had money to set herself up with supplies she had she had a backup plan she could go back to money she had a a very powerful family that if she Uh, published a paper she had the money to get that fucking shit published and she had the name recognition that it's going to get published so i'm just saying this she was born into a very established powerful family I mean,
2: nobody would listen to me that's for sure
0: so she had a lot of advantage i don't want to take away from anything she's been able to accomplish because yeah she deserves
2: I I mean, all of
0: that. that To me,
2: it's it's weird that people don't know who she is.
0: But to me, Jane Goodall is like the scientific version of Batman.
2: But you know, people people don't know who 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg was either. That
0: that's just fucking. Oh my god! Now she was a fucking motherfucking badass, right? Yeah, she was a fucking badass.
2: Because I remember being at work, and I read that she had died, and I audibly gasp. and somebody asked me what happened, and I said she died. I,
0: I am literally shocked that RBG didn't just sit back up after being declared dead and says, I don't have time to be dead, exactly. now let's get back to work. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. And when I said she died, and they said, who's that?
0: Were and they
1: were they white girls? Yes. Of course.
0: But And,
2: and I'm like- what you don't know who that is? How how can you fucking not know who that and is?
0: I want every woman listening, honey, especially any young woman that is listening right now. I want you to know just how important RBG is for the females of this world. Because the only reason you have your fucking right to your own body, well, autonomy, not anymore. Kind of listen, autonomy <laughs> removed is because she died because her entire life all fucking 90 years of it was spent protecting that right yep. and as long as she lived she was never going to allow women to lose that right over their own bodies yep so you all lost your fucking right to your own body when she died cuz she was the only person that ever fucking protected it for you women
3: yep oh
1: she
0: was the one that was protecting it
1: did you two hear that uh, Clarence Thomas is in a little bit of trouble right yeah. now? Yeah, Clarence <laughs>
0: Thomas has now become the most corrupted Supreme Court justice that has ever served, and he's still on the bench. Yep, corrupted he's still on the fucking bench, Uncle Tom. Yep, fucking. He's he's a piece of human garbage, and he's a Supreme Court justice, and nobody's doing anything about it. He's even admitted to taking bribes. He's. Uh, he's extremely well, correct. They
2: are they are discussing impeachment, but they're only discussing it.
1: I was listening to two lawyers talk about this and the one lawyer who I guess used to work for the government said that the the laws are there but they are almost never enforced.
2: Of course not.
0: Well, I remember because I'm old as fuck in the late 80s when he was first nominated to the bench, he went in on a skin scandal of fucking raping a woman. Mm -hmm. I remember that. He fucking went in. On rape allegations.
1: Wasn't her name like Anita Hill or
0: something? Yeah. yeah. He went in the the position under rape allegations and they didn't want to vote him in. Republicans got him in despite, just like they did uh, Kavanaugh, Mm -hmm. they got him in despite evidence that he had raped Anita Hill. They still pushed him through and now he's become the most corrupt Supreme Court justice to have ever served on the bench. This is who the Republicans are. Look what they did in Tennessee.
2: No shit.
0: Let's fucking talk about fucking Tennessee.
2: Yeah. Listen, I don't have much time. I don't. <laughs> I have to but go. So. At
0: least tell your thoughts on fucking Tennessee.
2: <sighs> well, I have I have so many thoughts. And uh, um, we were going to discuss what I had found earlier about... Um, the whole, buddy, I can't, I can't, I have to leave. So I had found, I had come across a video on YouTube about the whole drag queen. Yeah. So apparently, you know, drag drag queen shows are becoming banned mm-hmm. because, you know, they're all pedophiles and shit. I came across a video on YouTube, of course, that the Catholic Church and the diocese in Maryland are being—they're—they're they're being investigated
0: again. Oh, wait <laughs> till you find out how many people they've raped, how many little boys,
2: sexual no, little boys and little girls, oh, six hundred plus children.
0: Oh my God,
2: sexual abuse.
0: But they're—they're they're banning drag shows because they're claiming drag queens are raping their kids when so, they're taking them to church. That's where they're being raped. Yeah. By their own fucking Republican these fucking priest.
2: And these people are being counseled for abuse. They're mm-hmm. spending the night. There was one child who was raped for five fucking years. Five fucking years. They're being told that it's God's will. But they're banning drag shows. And the, that here they here will go here. to hell if they tell anybody about the abuse. That
1: sounds about right.
0: This is a Republican way. Uh, if they, t- if the Republicans say Democrats are raping kids, that is that is uh, Republican needs for saying we are raping kids. If Republicans are saying Democrats are uh, rigging elections, that's them saying we are currently rigging elections.
1: That's yeah. I, I they
0: can't so argue always with that. they always project what they're doing on us. So oh,
1: she's sitting up.
2: <laughs> so drag queens are bad. Trans are bad. But we can take our children to church. Church is not bad, but we can take them and we can turn your children not gay. But, and we can counsel them straight, right?
0: Well, we'll turn them not gay by fucking them. Yes. Yeah, I've gone to the point where if you're a Republican, I can't be your friend. Period. In any way, shape, or form. Because that tells me immediately that. You're okay with women's rights being revoked. You're okay with the hatred upon trans people and gay people. You're okay with with all the fucking border wall bullshit. You're okay with... It's just like, I'm fucking done with Republicans. They're fucking human garbage. You're,
1: you're okay with giving psycho-ass people guns. Yeah. And, easily.
0: And, and just fucking kicking out black men... From their elected positions because mm-hmm. you don't like them because they're fucking black men. But you're, you fucking keep the fucking white,
2: the old white lady. The video you showed me, you're okay with going back to the 60, 60s where people didn't have rights. Yeah. But you did. So you're
0: okay with it. it it's just, the, the fucking Republicans are just fucking garbage people. Fucking garbage. And there is nothing redeemable about If you are a human being that's okay with that party then that tells me everything I need to know about you as a person. And I don't want any part of it. Republicans have fallen so far at this point, there is no redeemable Republicans out there. If you are a decent human being, you fucking leave that party. That party has lost its way to the point of no redemption. There is no redemption for the Republican Party at this I, point. I
2: just don't understand how you could...
0: They're too far gone.
2: I don't understand how we got here. Well,
1: I read an article the other day that was talking about how far... You know, in the 80s, you had your your extreme left and your extreme right, but it was... I think they said it was something like 10%. And now it's just gotten so like like the extreme right and the extreme left are starting to make up the
0: majority of each party. Well, no, that's because their voices are loud, but the loudest, But the difference is the extreme left, the woke motherfuckers are annoying and they're ruining my fucking films. The extreme right are fucking dangerous. Hey. There's a huge difference in that. One's annoying, one's dangerous.
2: But one's a
0: terrorist group. One's an annoying fucking group of people. I wish would shut can the I, fuck up. Can
2: I ask something? What has the world always been like this? And I was just naive. Or I've
0: wondered
1: that too.
2: Or
0: no, I'll tell you what caused it. The internet giving people a fucking voice they should never have a fucking voice. It, it is the internet giving voice to people that should never have a fucking hey. voice.
1: Stop it! We should we should investigate Jewish space lasers. <laughs> I was
0: I, I I was showing her a video where Chris Rock is thanking Adam Sandler uh, for a lifetime of service. Oh, I
1: I well I saw where they roasted him, and,
0: and he he tells a story that was extremely touching to me. I shared it with her. He says, "You know, I grew up in a, a white neighborhood." Chris Rock was saying this. He says, "I was the only black kid in my school." He said for uh, fifteen years, my whole life. He says, nobody ever invited me over. Nobody ever wanted mm-hmm. to play with me. I had no friends. He said, I was invited over one time by uh, Daryl Malkowitz. He says, the Jews, good people. <laughs> and, and Chris Rock says, the Jews, good people. The Jewish kid was the only one to ever invite Chris Rock to his house. He's never forgot his name.
2: And, you know, I was discussing this. I, I, I work with a Jewish girl, and I was discussing this with her as well. And I said, you know, I said, it seems... That the more persecuted a person or a religious group or, you know, a group, the more open they are, the more accepting they are. And, you know,
0: and you know what else I have found out about black men through trial and error, through a lot of trial and error, black (laughs) men are more respectful to women they just because the, their
2: mama would beat the shit out of them
0: yeah i mean you you know <laughs> you ask a white person you know you, a white person's image of a black man is somebody who's just an asshole to his wife or he's alpha he smacks her around. no that's white men because a black man is actually fairly gentle and respectful to his woman i, I black men are for the most part fairly soft-spoken and very respectful around both me and raven I have never had a problem with a, guy, a black guy showing up being cocky, being disrespectful, being an asshole, being full of himself. They are always respectful and they're always polite. I've had one problem with a black guy recently, which showed up on his shoot late and I let him know how I felt about it. And he <laughs> sat there and put his head down and he let me have my say. And he's like, yes, ma'am. And he knew he had fucked up. He took his ass to him, but he was very respectful about it. then he did his fucking job. He whipped out his dick and I sucked it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's weird because Hispanic people will respect, uh, Hispanic men will respect their mama, but they will not respect their wife.
0: Like Rodney. Extremely respectful man.
1: Well, we shot with Bruce Knight in L.A. And I wouldn't say there's... He's a disrespectful always, yeah. bone in his body. He's always
0: sweet and respectful, soft-spoken, and, and just gentle all the time. Um, yeah, and Rodney is like one of the most polite, sweet, considerate, you know. He, he's very respectful.
2: Because black moms are a menace, he <laughs> says.
0: That's true. <laughs> I'll never forget that video of the black yeah. guy protesting. And he gets caught. His mom sees him on the TV, so she goes down to the protest and she's just beating the shit out of him. What the fuck you think you're doing? I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. (laughs) But Hispanic mothers are no fucking different. Maybe if if fucking white parents were more like that, we wouldn't have so many goddamn privileged parents. If you got bitch slapped. When you needed to get bitch now, slapped. Now,
1: do you think that the reason there's so many Karens and Kens right now, because they're coming up from that era where they they grew up in the era where everybody gets awards and everybody well, wins? Well, it's because they
2: grew and, up in the era where they got fucking timeouts and not got bitch Yeah, slapped. Yeah, that's like,
1: basically what I mean.
2: I know you got to leave
0: soon, but quickly tell the story about Anna and your father. Oh,
2: that was funny. So... <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what was happening um, exactly, but she kept giving my dad a dirty look.
0: It's her sister.
2: Yeah, and uh, my dad...
0: Mad dog and her yeah, father.
2: My dad just kept telling her, you know, stop looking at me like that. And I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, but she just kept giving him a dirty look. And my dad bitch slapped her, and look... <laughs> Me being the youngest, I learned what not to do (laughs) from watching my siblings. So I was like, okay. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, I was the pioneer in that situation (laughs) in my family. I I was
0: the same way, like the it's time to be a man game I played with with our son.
2: Yeah, one time my brother called my mom a bitch in front of my dad. Ooh. Also got bitch slapped. Learned not to call my mom a bitch. Okay. Uh, Our
0: son called you a bitch in front of me once.
2: He, he did not call me a bitch. What did he call you? He told me to mind my business or something. Oh, and, it was something you, that triggered me. Yeah, you, you lost your shit. <laughs> I did the yeah. Darth
0: Vader maneuver. That's where she has to talk me down. Uh, she's like, hon, put the child down. Put the child down. Calm down. Put the child down. If,
2: if he called me a bitch, I would have lost my shit.
0: If this see, is an ambassador shit, where is the ambassador? When I was Crunch. married,
1: I had a fucking Karen wife. And my son decided he was going to show his ass to me one day, and I went into his room.
0: What? What? whoa, whoa, back that up? What? Your son decided he was going to show your ass, his ass Sh- to you? You
1: know what I mean.
0: No. No, I don't. I've okay, never that, heard the that, term showing your ass? Hun,
2: that's a white term. Oh, that's, fuck you. That's a white my term. My son has
0: never showed his that's ass a or presented to me. That's a white
2: term where they're going to puff up.
0: Oh, okay.
2: I can't believe you've never heard okay, that your, before. Your son showed his ass
0: <laughs> to you, okay. But yeah, he, I would he puffed up on
1: me walked into his room That's slammed better. his door and I was like oh no this shit ain't happening because he was like 16 right about the age where they start doing that <clears throat> I went into his room and by the time I grabbed him by the scruff of his shirt she was already in there trying to grab me pulling me off of him she was even pulling her hand back like she was going to fucking slug me and I was like she bitch was
2: like, you don't like, want to do that don't hurt him Okay, guys, I got to go. I'll see you next week. Thanks for picking me. Bye. Fuck you.
0: Oh, God. We're going to be watching White Girl Apocalypse Thursday. It's going to fucking suck. I know. It's all your fault, Raven. You should pick better films. Wrong. (laughs) You should pick better films.
1: I, I will just have you know that out of all of them, if you look back in the chat, I put the little pie chart up. Your movie's got the least amount of votes. Oh,
0: okay. I see how you go, <laughs> go now. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you're just right along there with me. It doesn't matter how many yours got. You're going to be sitting watching this garbage right with me.
1: Unfortunately, I need to pick shittier movies. <sighs> We're going to have to
0: fucking watch White Girl Apocalypse. I have no idea what I'm getting into either, but she says zombie movie, right? Yeah. So I don't like where this is going. <laughs> it's going to suck. So, Raven, let me ask you a question. Who's Lizzo? I'm yes, old.
1: She's a female rapper.
0: Okay, I know she's big and fat. Yeah, she's chunky. I fucking can't stand her. I fucking hate her. <laughs> I don't know much about fucking her. fucking hate her. I hate Lizzo. I hate Lizzo. I hate Lizzo. I didn't know who she was, but I fucking hate her. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I just watched the new Mandalorian episode. She's in it.
1: Oh see, I haven't even been watching. She has those. got to
0: be one of the most annoyingly bad actors I have ever fucking seen. She was so distractingly bad the entire episode that I couldn't even enjoy my fucking Mandalorian show. I was pissed because she ruined my fucking show because she, she was so a
1: was she, it a bad acting job Bad. Or what? Oh, God. She
0: plays opposite of Jack Black as a princess, as a three hundred pound princess.
1: Oh, is that why I'm seeing all these Jack Black videos with the African American woman?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Lizzo.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Well, she was wearing all this costume, so I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea. Who and it Bryce
0: was. Dallas Howard, you know who she is? No, I don't. She's like I the, know the name, but I don't. She's know like it. the chick that was in uh, opposite of Chris Pratt in the new Jurassic. Park movies. Okay, yeah. The businesswoman. Yeah. Well, fuck her too because she directed it and it was shitty. Good. I would never, as a director, allow Lizzo's acting to stand. Had she given me takes like that and I had been working with her all fucking day and she couldn't act better than that, I would have fucking fired her and replaced her with somebody that could fucking act instead of ruin my fucking show. Why they would fucking put this big-ass girl in there for name recognition because she's some sort of goddamn music star for these new kids.
1: I'm surprised they just didn't have her come on and do a cameo song or something. Yeah.
0: I don't fucking care if you're going to have sting do a cameo. I don't fucking care. If he can't act, he can't fucking act. It's
1: usually said that when shows start doing cameos of famous people, that's because it's on its way out.
0: And what, Okay, what makes me the most angry about this Lizzo fiasco is it wasn't really a cameo per se. It was a main part of the episode. She was in a lot (laughs) of the episode. They also had a cameo by uh, Doc Brown.
1: I mean, yeah, at least Jack Black can act. I mean, and he's proven he can act. But they're just going to take somebody who sings on stage and go, oh, you can act too.
0: No. Oh, Christopher Lloyd was also in the show. Jesus, how old is he getting? Like 108. (laughs) He is old. In this show, he looks every year of his age. (laughs) He is an old, feeble man. However, he can still fucking act. And he is decent in the series. He is decent in the show. Jack Black is just fucking Jack Black. He's annoying every fucking time I see him. Uh, He's just obnoxiously... Jack Black.
1: Hey, he was funny in Nacho Libre.
0: And he needs to put the nachos down. Nacho <laughs> yeah. Libre needs to put the nachos like he's down. Getting, he's he's getting, getting, getting rather large. Oh, he is fucking ballooning up. And he's, I don't, it's like Lizzo and Jack Black stand side by side. You're like, yeah, I can see that. They're the same do, size. I can see it, but how they fuck. How they uh, fuck. How the fuck is this even possible physically? How can Jack Black get his penis into lizzo i don't understand the physics involved
1: their sex is food
0: <laughs> because they're both very large people and they're supposedly in love in this series and they're both large and they're large it reminds me of popeye you know the song and he's mine you know and how large. weird
1: how weird it would be if you're hugging your significant other. How far
0: could you really hug?
1: And your bellies are so big that your private parts are still a good two feet away yeah, from each other.
0: Yeah, they're both they're both big. But yeah, I I don't I'm not really familiar with any of Lizzo's shit. But I can't fucking stand her. I don't.
1: I I, uh, I like I said I know who she is, but I I really don't
0: know. I don't know what she does as far as music. Uh, oh, there we go. Was Lizzo ever done? There you go. See, she knew. <laughs> fucking hate her. Hate her. Okay, why? She can't act where the shit she was in The Mandalorian ruined the whole fucking episode. She the Mandalorian? Yes, and she's fucking a talentless hack when it comes to acting. She can go fuck herself. I can't stand why her now. Put her in the I don't know why they put her in The fucking Mandalorian. She's just some big girl singer, and I don't know why the fuck they put her in The Mandalorian, but it ruined the whole fucking episode fucking pissed Damn, me off.
1: she walked by me to leave for work and whatever perfume she's wearing, I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> it's
0: kind of doing it for you?
1: I wouldn't say doing it for me, but it smells really nice. Doing
0: it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it well. Oh, stop. So, Raven, let's what? talk about Bud Light Tranny. Oh my God. Tranny Light. Let's talk about Tranny Light.
1: Did you read... The message I'd sent you last night, because I was talking to Amy.
0: About?
1: Well, about this. Oh, um, okay. Um, Amy Amy used to be our resident social justice warrior.
0: She was. She was a protester and everything. And
1: I don't yeah. even know how this came up.
0: She's grown up, though. But, she's yes. seen how those people really are now.
1: But she's like, we were talking about it. She asked me if I had seen it. I was like, yes, it fucking annoys me. And uh, she's like, it annoys me too. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, bitch hasn't even been transitioned for a year yet. And now she's the spokesperson of transgender people. And we went off together talking about that because in our first year of transitioning, we didn't know a fucking thing. And now we have this person who doesn't know a fucking thing other than how to do her makeup and talk like a girl representing us.
0: It's, it's because one year on hormones is like one year through female puberty. You're a tinny bobber, mentally.
1: Well, and, and something they're all concerned with? The message. We are not. We are not concerned with the message because the message has gotten to the point with us That the message that they're pushing has about as much impact as the alt-right message.
0: I don't know why Bud Light would do it. Why? Do they not know who their audience is? What well, the fuck are they trying to do? See, this is woke shit that pisses me off and pisses you off and pisses Amy off because this is shit that will make MAGA want to fucking kill us. Why the fuck are you doing this, bro? It's like if I had Bud Light on the phone, I'd be like, what, what the fuck do you think you're doing, bro? Stop trying to help us. You're going to get us killed.
1: But I, I've also seen a lot of videos where um, people are pointing out because a lot of these people are like, I'm not drinking a Bud Light anymore. I'm gonna drink Coors. Well, Coors has also been a mad supporter of LGBT. You're gonna have for to years. explain
0: who this chick is and what's going on, Raven, because not everybody. I don't even
1: it. know who she was. I didn't know who the hell she was until she was on the so uh, the beer can. Well,
0: maybe Nina can pop in and knows who the fuck this bitch's name is. I but don't know. Yeah, it, it's Bud Light has come out as being woke and supporting trans people and gotten themselves a year into transition. All I know. Trans spokesperson.
1: All I really know about her is that she is an active, like, social media star. Oh, fuck that. Yes.
0: Fuck any social. You know, it was funny to me. Amy was so into the social. Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. I never fucking heard of the bitch.
1: I hadn't either.
0: But yeah, uh, Amy was all for those SJWs. Oh yeah, she was actually going
1: to like fucking riots and shit. Yeah, until
0: she put up a picture of her in a braid wig and they all turned on her. Yep. And then it's like, oh, look who you really hang out with. Look who what these people are all about. They don't want to stand up for what's right. They want to stand up for any cause because it gives them purpose, even if it has nothing to do with them. And, yeah. and that's why all these little white people are always social justice lawyers. If, if I even look at somebody's profile on Twitter and they say, my pronouns are as follows. She, her. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, fuck I'm, you. Exactly. My immediate response for all of you people out there, that just tells me in Raven that you're a fuck face. Don't fucking start my conversation with telling me what your pronouns are. If you look like a fucking girl, I'll refer to you as one. If you look like a guy, I'll refer to you as one.
1: Believe it or not, after I sent you that screenshot of her and my uh, discussion last night, Amy, our little ex-social justice warrior, actually started going off about non-binary. And I was so surprised because she used to be all about all that shit. Now she's realizing that non-binary... Is trying to take everything over, and they're one of the most fucking um, loud parts of. I use this term loosely.
0: Transgender.
1: Yeah, they're they're under the same umbrella as well, us
0: for all those little non uh, you know those androgynous non-binary little fucks. Let me educate you what transgender means. It means you are transitioning from one gender, your former to your new gender. It's a transition. It's a transformation. You are trans going to some destination, which means if you're trans, it means you're in the process of being one gender and processing and going over to the other gender. That's the whole meaning of the word. So there is no non-binary androgynous transgender. It doesn't exist.
1: There's always been non-binary. It's just they've always been
0: known as queer. If they want to have their own fucking letter... Let them have their letter. They do. But they are not Q. part of our club. Q, LGBTQ. Yeah, but they're not part of our fucking club.
1: But yes, I agree. They're not transgender. But
0: the TEAs were nothing but them. Oh my God. And they're not even part of our fucking group. We are transgender, which means we are either transitioning from male to female or transitioning well, see, from female to male, but we are transgender.
1: Lexus shared that Paramount Plus commercial. The transgender Erotica Awards, goddamn. With me. Um, and I looked at it through my phone, and I'm like, well, what the fuck am I looking at? It's just a girl in a yellow jacket dancing around. Well, I was watching um, Tulsa King, so you have to watch the commercials on Paramount+. Plus. And that commercial came on, and for the first time, I noticed that that bitch has, like, a little fucking Hispanic fucking mustache. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah. So then yeah. I realized why she sent it.
0: And I'm giving warning, fair warning to all you androgynous, non-binaries. If you ever fucking even say you're transgender around me, expect for me (laughs) to look right at you and go, where are you transitioning from and to? What are you transitioning into? What did you transition from? And what are you transitioning into? If they want to say they're transgender, I want the answer to those fucking questions. What did you you transition from and what are you transitioning into? What did you transition into? If you are trans, I want to know. So if you're non-binary or or, uh, fucking androgynous, you cannot answer those fucking questions. And those are the most simple, basic questions to even qualify for being transgender. Well,
1: and given the way some... Because I don't want to generalize. Given the way some gay men act and dress, they're more closely related to
0: gay than they are trans. It's like, you know, Jeffree Star is a fucking gay man that likes to do drag. And I'm fine with that because. Yeah, at least he doesn't try to pretend, oh, I'm fucking trans. Mm Mm-hmm but I'm tired of these non-binaries. They've got, it's gotten so fucking in our face that they're now taking over our goddamn awards. And now we're being pushed out because of these non-binary fucks Mm -hmm. and they are not transgender. And it's a transgender erotica award because they cannot answer the simple question of what did you transition from? And what are you transitioning into? I agree. Fuck them. They're not trans anything.
1: Here's how I feel. So I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars to fuck off. (laughs) I would literally pay them $100 to go fuck off and go find their own letter. Which, they already have their own letter, they just don't fucking want it. So, how's the diet going, Raven? What do you mean, what diet?
0: What diet? The one that you've been uh, fucking killing my wife with.
1: I literally just... I have been intermittently fasting for probably, other than cheat days, for the last three or four years, so... I eat like one meal a day and then once a month I do a 48 hour fast and then once a month I also do a 72 hour fast and I've just started doing the 72 hour fasts and I found out something you can't do a 72 hour fast with just water I didn't know it was dangerous at the time
0: can you do it with just Diet Coke? no (laughs) no oh oh, the
1: last one i did i did with just water and by the end i was getting dizzy spells it was it's it could actually be dangerous so i'm gonna have to supplement you know water so what are your goals
0: what are your goals
1: i don't know just to not get fat
0: yeah but i mean if people have been seeing your content lately they're probably thinking why does she need to lose i'm
1: a mesomorph i look at food and i get bigger when, like, when I have a cheat day, my scales will literally swing from one to the other and there'll be like five or six pounds
2: Lisa,
1: in between. But then when I get back into my routine again, it all comes right back off again.
0: Lisa Lace asks, who the fuck watches non-binary porn? It, I don't know. It would be confusing I, I, to me. I, I would be watching it like, who, is who? What, what? What? is who? What is that? Is that Pat? Is Pat fucking Pat? Yes,
1: to me, that, yeah, it's more of fucking Pat. And who wants to watch Pat fuck Pat?
0: So, this is an actual true. Sometimes in life, the true stuff is even more hilarious than the made up jokes, but this is actually true. Uh, Kanye has decided that not all Jewish people are bad now. And uh, I want to share with you what has. So, which ones are bad? Well, I want to share with you what brought him to this conclusion. Kanye shared on social his loss media. loss of
1: money and the fact he's having to sell his, like, $30 billion house. No, he
0: shared on social media that he was watching 21 Jump Street, the remake, with Jonah Hill. Oh, God. And he liked Jonah Hill in the movie, so he has decided that not all Jewish people are bad.
1: So all Jewish people are bad except
0: Jonah Hill. <laughs> I guess. Fucking Kanye, man. I wish he would jump. I want him back on Alex Jones. Come on, Kanye. Come on, Cletus. Come on, Cletus! Come on, Kanye! I want you back. I want to see your shit. I like putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay.
3: They turn the frogs gay. (laughs) They turn
0: the frogs gay. Oh, I've got got another one too. I need some more Kanye. Kanye's hilarious. I'm here to date your six year old. Well, when Kanye went on the Alex Jones show and he did the puppet show with the the fish net and he was in the mask.
1: Oh my god! And,
0: and he did the little voice like this. Oh my god! I was like, I need more Kanye in my life. I need this fucking psycho motherfucker in my life. I. It's like okay, I hate Trump, but he's such a train wreck. I love watching him.
1: Well, it's like the Jerry Springer show. How many people yes, actually exactly. enjoyed the? The show, but you watched it to see the train wrecks.
0: And I know in my heart of hearts that this is the, 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 rage before everything gets calm with the Republicans because they're going extinct. They're right now realizing they're going extinct and that they've gone too far and nobody likes them anymore and they're going to be a minority party in the next couple cycles because they've already lost the Wisconsin and the fucking New York mayor. I was so happy yeah. to
1: see that.
0: And they're going down. They understand that they're going down so they're right now they're being the loudest and they're screaming, they're going to war but it's going to calm down they're going to go away forever. And I know this But it's still so entertaining to watch the train wreck that is evolving. Watching these Republicans literally expel two black, young black men from their elected positions. Fucking watching these Republicans like DeSantis go to war against Disney. Because they
1: were protesting, what what did they say, 10,000 kids went to the Capitol to tell the Senate exactly what they were scared of.
0: The Republicans are imploding so bad. And Lindsey Graham going on Fox crying, crying. and begging for donations to Trump's legal fund. Trump is fucking been arrested this already. This is
1: bullshit.
0: It's like, I, I know what's going to eventually happen. Within the next five to ten years, the Republican Party will be a minority party and be just done. They're burnt themselves to the ground. What? But they're going to throw a fit the... For the next year or two, they're going to be super loud. They're going to throw the biggest fit before they start losing more and more elections and they go the fuck away forever. But I can't like the Jerry Springer show. They are literally imploding. They're popping like popcorn. These fucking Republicans are off the fucking rails. They're psycho. And now they're not hiding it anymore. They're just coming out and saying, yeah, we're fucking racist, neo-Nazi psychopaths. And it's just this implosion that's happening
1: everywhere. I want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene implode. That's what I want to see.
0: Like when she went to New York to protest- Oh, my God, yeah. She only lasted 10 minutes before she's run out of fucking the state. The, the, the thing is, they are realizing that people don't fucking like them. And get the they, fuck out of yeah, here. And even with their jerry-rigged, rigged bullshit that they've put in place to even get elected in the first place, even that is not enough now to keep them in office because people don't like them that yes,
1: much. Yes, because they, I, I did see that they were talking about how now- that that Democrat female has made it onto the Supreme court in Wisconsin, that they're going to undo all the gerrymandering that the fucking Republicans had done.
0: Yeah. Gojira says shooting themselves in the foot. No, these guys are shooting themselves with a motherfucking Tommy gun. Yeah. Even, even Lord Ingram came out and said, Republicans stop pushing abortion. You're fucking mm-hmm. killing us. You're killing us, bro. You're fucking killing us. And, and every time they're pushing more abortion bills, more bans, more woke bans, more anti-trans bans, they're fucking despised. People cannot fucking stand Karens. Karens you know, make people sick and people don't like them. I was
1: surprised to see, though, that in the state of the militia, Michigan, actually reversed a... Uh, an abortion bill from like the 1930s. That actually surprised me.
0: Yeah, they've created a white grievance party and it's a fucking joke and they're imploding upon themselves. And it's so entertaining to watch because every fucking Uh, step...
1: A white grievance party because they've experienced 1% of what they've pushed on everyone else since the founding of this country. And
0: the stupidity that they're doing... Like, I'll give you a good example of stupidity. As soon... I mean, fucking Ron DeSantis will never be president for the simple fact he went to war with Disney. That motherfucker burnt his existence to the fucking ground. I love. They're not they, done with him. How they fucked him? Yeah, but over, they're not. Though. No, they will not stop until he is a speck of dust. They. They. Disney's, there is only, it's kind of like one of those movies where the good guys cannot handle the new bad guy. So they've got to get help from the other big bad guy because the big <laughs> bad guy is the only one that can handle the new bad guy. It's like that. Disney lawyers are the most evil cocksuckers in oh, the goddamn sure, world. Yes. You do not piss off Disney lawyers.
1: And I was thinking about that because I'm like, Ron DeSantis has, you know, expensive lawyers so he can go after fucking libraries and books and all that shit but yeah disney i'm sure disney can afford 45 billion dollar lawyers
0: yeah and what's worse is disney's vindictive as fuck and this is only the beginning ron This is only the game. They've just started (laughs) fucking with you. No, I guarantee that fucking Disney is going to pour money into the uh, Democrat coffers to beat him. He will have to go up against the fucking biggest corporation in the goddamn world that the world has ever seen. Disney is the largest corporation the world has ever seen. It owns more shit than most people realize they own it all, folks. And Ron DeSantis just eroded any chance he ever had, even being a blip on a presidential radar as soon as he picked a fight with fucking well, Disney. Well, I
1: mean, Disney will sick their lawyers on you for using a five-second snippet of any of their movies and anything that they haven't okayed it for. So I can't imagine
0: what they're going to do
1: When they say, hold my beer. Ojira
0: says the House of Mouse basically owns everything, so Ron, good luck, because Mickey Mouse is about to beat your ass worse than than Mike Mike Tyson. Tyson. And and that's so, I mean, of all fucking corporations to pick a fucking fight with when you want to be president, how stupid and self-destructive do you got to fucking be to go after Disney, who basically owns his fucking state? Oh, yeah. Disney
1: said, fuck it. We're closing and moving somewhere else. Florida would literally become a backwoods hillbilly state
0: and this shit that they're doing in tennessee what did they fucking think was going to happen what they did was create three especially two powerful martyrs and they have just shed a light and made sure that no fucking republican will ever be elected again they will make sure that no fucking republican will ever hold office again from this stunt what the fuck are they doing? They are literally imploding upon themselves.
1: Well, well, they're secretly hitting up on uh, little, little gay twinks online.
0: Yeah, it's just insane that they're imploding so badly because they're panicked. Because they know what's going down. They've been losing elections more and more and more. And they are finally figuring out that people don't fucking like them. At all. And they want them gone. So they're trying to desperately make as much noise as humanly possible because they're not going to go quietly. These motherfuckers aren't going to go quietly.
1: I don't want the Republican Party gone because that means the fucking woke extreme left will get more of a grip on shit. And that, to me, is equally as bad.
0: It's not equally. It is bad. Yes. It's not equally. One's a terrorist organization- One's just a fucking rabble rouser. No, fuck, I'm just saying thing,
1: things will get equally as bad if if they get carte blanche to run around and try yeah. to pass what on, they want passed. On
0: one end, you got the PC police. On the other end, you got the militias. So, I mean, I'm more worried. Let's get the militias gone because they're preaching hatred. At least the, uh, the fucking PC police are trying to do good, even though they can't wear the shit. But they're trying to do good. But I would rather have the white people being fighting fights that they really shouldn't be fighting than white people on the other side uh, wanting to kill minorities, (laughs) shooting minorities and Jews and shit.
1: Carrie in chat brings up Missouri. I'm glad she did. Have you seen where Sarah Huckabee Sanders helped pass a a fucking law in Missouri removing safeguards? For child labor.
0: she She's a piece of human garbage.
1: So now in, in uh, Missouri, if you're 13 years old, they can send you to go work in the chicken houses and shit.
0: These people, I'm telling you, everything they are doing, everything they're passing just shines a light like we are evil incarnate. We are evil scum-sucking pigs. We want to give... Very rich people breaks. We want to fuck over poor people. We hate the gays. We hate the blacks. We hate the Mexicans. We hate the Muslims. We hate the fucking Jews. We hate fucking everybody that's not a white Christian.
1: With with Republicans being the way they are for like the last 30 years and with us being as old as we are, we've seen, you remember the old Paula Abdul song? I can't even remember what it's called, but it's got the ca- opposites attract where she says, Three steps forward, to taking two steps back. Yeah. It's it's like every time our country makes any progress forward, it's the Republicans well, yeah, trying exactly. to drag it back and they end up negating, you know, eighty percent of the good shit that's been done, and then that's where we start again exactly. and start pushing yeah. forward.
0: And these little imagine where we'd be. And these fuckers, all Trump did was these fuckers, these Republican cocksuckers, have always been Republican cocksuckers. They've always felt this way in secret, but they haven't had the guts to say what they really are and how horrible and foul they really are. But Trump brought it all to the light. Mm -hmm. He made them proud to be who they really were. He said, guys, I'm just like you. You can be proud. You can be racist and bigoted. You You can be proud.
1: There's nothing wrong with being proud proud of your race whether you're black hispanic asian white it's when you take it to the level that a lot of these white fuckers have
0: no it's the simple fact there's nothing wrong being proud of your race as long as you don't feel like your race is in any way superior over others
1: uh, yeah i agree with that that's the point i'm making
0: but their problem is they think they their race belongs here
1: that that we're all
0: outsiders That's that's their biggest problem. Yeah. White people in this country thinks that they're the only ones that belong here as a white person country. It's not a fucking white person country. It was never ask, a white ask person an country. Indian. Yeah. Ask
1: an American Indian what they think of that shit. This
0: is not white person country. White people came over here and stole it. This is not white person country. So white people do not belong here. White people are just as much invaders as anybody else here. So go fuck yourself and your little, <laughs> this is a white person country. They, they just did it first. Yes. <laughs> It's just fucking white people want your shit. Like I've always said on this show. (laughs) That's all white people, all white people want your shit. If you see white people coming to your coastline, it's over, folks. They want your shit. They've shown up to take your shit. If you are any country in any part of the world at any time in history, if white people show up at your doorstep, they've come to take your shit. White people love taking people's shit. They will always take other people's shit. White people want to take your shit. That is what white people are all about. We want to take your shit. That, that's all white people are good for, taking people's shit. And if we help you in a war, we're going to take all your shit. <laughs> we'll help you, but we're going to take all your shit. If we show up at your doorstep, we're taking your shit. Well,
1: I mean, that's why we have a permanent military base in Germany.
0: Yeah, we we, we don't give that shit back. That's ours. We allow them to live in Germany. We allow them to live in Germany. But we have a big military presence there for a fucking reason. They're there by, they're leasing the land from us because we own it now. We have staked our claim in the middle of it and said, we own this shit now.
1: The military base in Okinawa, Japan.
0: Yep. We own that too. Yep. If we beat you... If we ever beat you, we beat you for life. We will let you continue to live there. We won't uh, just make your entire species go extinct, but we own your shit now and we ain't never giving it back. We now own you.
1: Under the guise of, we will protect you.
0: We're going to put a big ass military base in your country and we're going to say, hey, you're only allowed to build certain things in your military just because we don't want you to be a threat. But if you step over the line, we've got a military base in your country and we're going to take our shit back.
1: But have you noticed that Germany actually has a fairly formidable military, but they're white. (laughs) Japan is trying to build one, trying to get out from under the fucking tenants and laws and shit that we laid when when they
0: surrendered. Yeah, I mean, fucking uh, uh, white people, man. Fuck white people. Fucking. I'm a white person. God damn it.
1: What's Cogera talking about? He says we're basically pimps now.
0: I don't know. <laughs> so, have you ever watched Bar Rescue?
1: No. No, I can't stand those shows.
0: <sighs> there's this guy. There's this guy, John Tapper.
1: I saw a couple of the restaurant ones, but never the bar.
0: Yeah, John Tapper is the Italian Guido Oh, my God, one of
1: your dogs just farted.
0: John Sorry. Tapper... Ugh. Is a big uh, fucking Guido Italian motherfucker. And this show has got, Bar Rescue has got to be one of the most staged shows I've ever seen. And I'll tell you why.
1: All that reality shit is.
0: There is absolutely no way that John Tapper could go into these bars and scream in these people's faces. Like he does without getting punched and knocked the fuck out. I swear to God, if John Tapper ever came into my fucking bar, I don't fucking care how bad of shape my bar was in. If he came in, got in my face, started screaming, with spittle coming out of his mouth, I would knock him the fuck out. I don't understand why people don't knock John Tapper the fuck out. He, when he gets in your face and screams at you, why these people aren't fucking putting him in the dirt, I would not be on that show. I would put that motherfucker through the goddamn stove if he got in my fucking face <laughs> in my kitchen, started screaming and yelling, poking me in the chest. I would fucking put him through a goddamn oven. He's a fucking motherfucker, man, and I don't understand I've why people don't seen beat it, so his I ass. So I don't
1: have any input.
0: Yeah, anybody that has ever watched Bar Rescue, I want you to explain to me how the fuck has never has no one ever swung on John Tapper unless that's the most stage fucking show I've ever seen air on any TV because there is no fucking way you would find that many people in these podunk okay. honky tonk bars that would put up with his shit.
1: Says he loves the show and he also says they don't knock him out because they know he's going to remodel their bar.
0: Uh, see. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm the same
1: way. Once it gets to a certain point, I don't fucking care what you can do for me. It's more the principle of the matter than it is the monetary value. Yeah, my
0: self-respect is worth more than your paycheck. Exactly, yes. And there is no amount of money on my fucking dignity. And if you cross that line and you start fucking crossing a line with me, you're going to realize that paycheck doesn't count. I don't fucking care about your salary. I don't fucking care how much you're worth. I don't fucking care how much money you want to give me. I'm about to give you some fucking dental work. The, all you're telling me is you got plenty of money to fix the shit I'm about to fucking do to you. So don't fucking cross that line. And and I, and these people that own these bars are the kind of people that I am. Are people you wouldn't <laughs> want to fuck with. These fucking podunk, honky-tonk bar scum owners, some of these guys have biker bars. Oh, and,
1: damn. And I
0: can't imagine John Tapper going in there and fucking getting somebody's face like he does and it not be 100% staged. I don't fucking care how much money you offer some of these people. The fact that is he's never gotten knocked the fuck out because I know a lot of people like me that don't put price tags on their fucking pride and dignity. And that if you cross a certain line, they don't fucking care how much money is involved. They're going to fucking knock your teeth out. I'm the same way. Like, like go ask a black person how much it would cost to give them for you to sit there and look at them and call them the N-word and mean it. And see if they'll sell out. There are certain things you don't fucking sell out. There are certain things that are worth more than any amount of money. I would rather struggle to pay my rent than sell my dignity and not look in the mirror. I agree. So I I just don't get it. I don't understand why people fucking take his abuse because he's the most fucking verbally degrading, abusive cocksucker I've ever seen on TV. He literally gets in your face and he's yelling at you so much. Spittles flying out of his fucking mouth all over you.
1: See, and where in our society does that show that you will get a positive result do teachers scream at kids in in class to get them to learn
0: shit and black says taver's not a tiny dude he's old but he's not small jesus christ i, I like i fucking care i if i have never met somebody that had my attitude that gave a shit about how big you were uh, my line doesn't have a size requirement
1: well, if he's a big dude and he's old, my my mindset is he can only swing so many times before he's so fucking winded. I can just Mike Tyson on him all I want.
0: Well, no, uh, my line has no size requirements. I don't fucking care if you're Big Show size. I don't fucking care if you're Pee Wee Herman size. If you're going to step to me like a man <laughs> and you're going to puff up and get in my fucking face and you want to play. I don't fucking care your physical size. I care about my line. Once you cross it, it's go time. And if you think I see size, you're mistaken. And anybody who is a true fucking Bushido doesn't give a fuck about size. They just go, okay, this is a line. Once it's crossed, it's go time. Period. They go into work. It's going to work. You clock in.
1: Oh, God.
0: Clock the fuck in. Go to work. It's the same job no matter if the guy's six foot six or five foot six. It's the same fucking job. <laughs> you just clock in and go to work. Knees are in the same place. Throat's in the same fucking place.
1: Well, I mean, I've never seen that show, but I have seen... Um, oh, who is that fucking chef that has, has oh, his show? Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I, I don't I, see I how... how- I, I don't see how that guy hasn't been punched by a few people. Let
0: me tell you about Gordon Ramsay. I love me some Gordon Ramsay. I'll tell you why. If you ever see Gordon Ramsay off that show.
1: I know off that show. He's super sweet. Yes,
0: Most meek, adorable, considerate human being. He is such a good actor. That is all an act. He is the most sweet human being I've ever seen off that. I
1: saw a short video the other day where he went to Thailand and he was in a restaurant, and he was making pad thai for an actual pad thai chef. And they, they he's like, well, well what, what do you think? And the guy's like, it's horrible. And the look on his face, <laughs> he looked like one of the people he talks to
0: on his show. I was watching a video of <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, and he was... He was hungry. He's walking around. He had a film crew. He was doing a documentary. He's like, hey, we're going to go over this street vendor, the street truck, the taco truck. It's like a hamburger little. Uh, truck. Yeah. And he goes up and he orders a hamburger and, and he's eating the hamburger and he's walking away with his uh, his uh, fucking crew and he's eating his hamburger. And he's like, Jesus Christ, it's a good burger. He's like, <laughs> hold on, guys. And he walks right up back to the guy at the food truck and he says, excuse me, who made this burger? And the guy's like, I did. Mr. Ramsey, he's like, You know who I am? He's like, I, Of course I know who you are. He's like, <laughs> That is a good fucking burger. Good job. Good job. And, and the guy just beamed, and Gordon Ramsey walked away. And I'm thinking, Man, Gordon Ramsey just made that fucking guy's day. He took the time out to stop what he was doing, walk back to the food I truck, think, to tell the guy that was a should good burger. Do that. Yeah, I mean, and to get that from Gordon Ramsey made that guy's life. He's like, holy I, I've shit. I've seen
1: similar videos like that where people will walk up to like the counter at a restaurant and look like they're mad. Who made this shit? Who made it? And somebody will walk out and go, I did. And they'll go, it's
0: fucking amazing. And uh, Black since Gordon Ramsay looks like he's been punched in the face a few times. No, Gordon Ramsay looks like a- He looks British. He looks like a heavy <laughs> smoker.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: He looks like a heavy, he's got a smoker face. He's a lifetime heavy smoker, obviously. He's got smoker face. So, you know, Apple TV is releasing a new movie, a new movie, and I want to see it. I kind of am interested.
1: See, I tried to get Apple TV once, and I I did. I got the free trial, and it sucked. I didn't like it, so I never even renewed it. You
0: know, this is the first thing they've ever offered that interested me in the slightest, but it was pretty interesting. What Star Wars show is it? It's called Still. Still what? Still. So it's um, called Still. Okay. It's about Michael J. Fox.
1: That's fucking mean.
0: No. He narrates the whole fucking thing. He tells his life story.
1: And they called it Still.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it has a double entendre. Not only is it about his Parkinson's, but he's still here. And it's all about his, his rise... And it's showing the footage, and I'm getting emotional because it's about his rise being the biggest star in the world and it's about how he reacted with his diagnosis and how he kept it a secret, how he kept his secret for the longest time. And it's about his struggle to keep it from a secret. It's about when he finally had to come out and tell people. It's about how they looked at him differently and how his whole world changed and everything. And he look, he looks at uh, the camera he says, you know, I'm small, but I'm a tough son of a bitch. Aww. And it's just, it looks, and he's actually talking to the camera because it keeps cutting back to the real him now, the old man him. And it's showing clips from his life, but it cuts back to the real guy who tells you you know, a certain thing. I'm like, Jesus.
1: My son's name is Alex.
0: You know <laughs> <His> why? <name. laughs> really? You named yes. that for Michael J. Fox's character? Alex P. Keaton. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I love that show as a kid. Wow. Wow. Fuck off. Fuck off. You can like what you want, but uh, you know, every all my likes are laughable. Well,
0: my son's middle name is Alex Ander.
1: Well, that's what his real name is, yeah. Alexander. But it was
0: named after Alexander the Great, the Great Conqueror. <laughs> but, you know, I mean naming him from, you know, Alex Keaton from a sitcom, that's fine too. But my son's middle name was actually from Alexander the Great. Great conqueror of the, uh, but never mind. It's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I guess it's a good thing that you weren't like a fan of Transformers or G.I. Joe. Oh, not, sh- I was a fan I'd of all Duke those. or Optimus. I would
1: never name a child <laughs> Optimus.
0: So Raven, let me ask you something. Do you get this? Because I get it all the fucking time. It just annoys the living fuck out of me. Uh, everything get, annoys you. You're getting to that age. I am. I am. I can't even rebut that. There's <laughs> no rebuttal to that. But um I get people all the time hit me up on Twitter and OnlyFans going, "Do you fuck fans?"
1: All the fucking time. And then because I did one video where, yes, the guy's a fan, but I also know him very well, and I did a fan suck blowjob video.
0: Like, I had one OnlyFans guy today shoot me a message says, you suck your fans' dicks? I mean, this is a conversation starter. And then uh, I had a guy on Twitter says, if I drive down there, will you suck my dick?
1: No, I get more the, can I be in your next fan fuck video? Because I've done one. Apparently, I do so many that I have an entire library of fan fuck videos.
0: I'm thinking myself, yeah, it's like an advertisement, advertising, uh, like a mechanic advertising on Twitter. His services, mechanical services. And people hit me up and say, hey, if I bring you over my car, will you fix it for free? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll fix it, you fucking jackass. I mean, yeah, I'll suck your fucking dick. Let's talk price. Yeah. What the, I mean, I don't fucking care if a guy thinks that he, I'm accessible, because I am. It's just, well, I, I get annoyed when a guy thinks that every guy that hits me up is going to get it for free.
1: It's the same with the guys that because you did one and I did two videos where we, I, we fuck guys in the asses. That we're, we're just down to fuck everybody in the ass. We're just, you know, ass raping fucking trannies.
0: Um, uh, h- honey is in the room. So good. Maybe I can ask her, uh, has she grown up to this point question? Okay. Um, th- this is one of the first things you ask to a new girl, a new porn girl, to see how far they've grown up. Honey, do you fuck for free now?
1: Oh, I'm sure she still does
0: i'm not talking about relationships but outside of your relationship do you fuck for free do you fuck anybody for free outside of your relationship i'm not talking about content not talking about for weed i'm not talking about for cash just for fun
1: uh, i know for me it's how's that song go hell to the no hell to the no no no
0: <laughs> yeah if, if if i have sex for fun she says, "Nope." (laughs) That's when porn girls start learning that, go giving away for free is loss of income, and that they have something of value. Honey went through her young life not realizing how valuable it was. It was
1: fucking in the McDonald's fucking corral where the dumpsters are. That
0: shit has value. Dirty whore. Yeah, don't give away something that has value if you're worth something, don't give it away, know its value and then make money off of what you have. That's of value. Never give away your goods for free. I, 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 I get asked all the time. I mean, for me, uh, yes. Every time I have sex off camera, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's either with Raven or it's, uh, it's cash, weed, or content. Those are my three payment methods. I accept three methods of payment. Which Whichever one you want to pay me is fine. I accept cash, weed, or content. But if you if you want to fuck around, those are the three I'll take. Oh, and you can I'll only take content if you have a decent-sized dick. If you have a small dick, then you don't qualify for content. Then you're down to only cash and weed. And Raven doesn't really smoke weed, period. So you're only down to cash. Cash or content with Raven, and so if you don't have a big dick, it's going to be cash.
1: I'm to the point where, well, I've always been at this point, but porn is not my primary source of income. So if you want to fuck me, if you want me to go through the trouble of cleaning out my ass, putting on makeup, looking sexy, you better fucking make it worth my while, or I'd rather just sit at home and make homemade pizzas and watch Spencer Confidential like I did last night. That
0: was nice. (laughs) And and Nina says, ass, ass, gas, or grass. Gas ain't going to cut it. No, fuck no. It's going to be cash, content, or grass. And...
1: Again, I, I hate to keep bringing up the stalking, but I'm sure you've had this too. Guys will hit you up and go, hey, if I fly you out for the weekend, can we hook up? Smoke weed every day. And I'm like, uh, no. So you're telling me that your, your way of making me feel special is forcing me to go to the fucking airport. Get on a plane, fly to you, and then stay in some shit bag fucking hotel because you're too cheap to pay for an expensive one.
0: No, I'd rather just stay home. Well, I tell all the guys that offer to fly me anywhere. I say, if you have the money to get me there, you have the money to get yourself here. Why should I put my life on hold and cancel everything I have going on to True. meet with you? You can do that for me. You can take time off of work. I'm the one in demand, not you. You can take time off of work. You can rearrange your personal life, and then you can make the trip here.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, we know as well as anybody when you – because we usually only go to L.A. for, what, like a total of four days? And when you get back, that's a fucking – at least at the airport we fly in and out of, that's an $80 bill just to leave your fucking car there
0: how much do you charge for your hourly rate
1: you gonna make me say that out loud? I charge
0: 300 an hour I charge five really yeah I charge 300 an hour but uh, there's very few people in the Danville area that can afford it
1: I do it purposefully
0: well I I <laughs> if I'm if I'm on a trip like if I go out of town and I accept clients then it'll be 400 an hour
1: no I do 500 because that's the number I came up with that if I'm going to go through all that trouble and lose one of my nights where, because I have a day job, if I'm going to lose my evening where I could normally be resting and recouping for my next hell day, you're going to fucking make it worth my while or I'd rather just not do it because porn isn't my primary job, so I don't need the money.
0: Well, I I worked... And I know you
1: don't need the money, but I'm just
0: saying. Well, I worked out my rate based on how much my time is actually mathematically worth for example if i stayed home instead i make approximately on an average night about 150 on cam if I'm doing if I meeting a client for an hour, it's going to take me an hour to get ready mm-hmm. an hour with him. That's 2 hours investment. If I had just stayed home and did cam, it would have been 150 an hour. That's $300 for my time. So my time is not technically not to mention
1: the people you gain in your only fans and website yeah. and all that.
0: And, and so my time is technically 150 an hour, but I have to spend 2 hours getting ready for his one. So I always quote $300 an hour because that's actually what my time is mathematically broken down to be worth. So I, I never ch- overcharge a man for my time. I only charge...
1: Bitch, you're w- saying I'm overcharging? No,
0: but I know that you don't <laughs> fucking care about it. I so, don't care. Uh, I, I only charge what I feel like my time is actually justifiably worth if I didn't take you as a client and I stayed home in Camden instead.
1: Now, however, what I have done is... Once you are one of my special friends, I don't ever pull the, well, it, now it's $600. Now it's $700. We have a mutual person who we have seen for years. You actually don't see him anymore. I see him rarely. Okay. But I still charge him the same amount that I did six years ago. So I'm actually charging him less because with inflation it's just a little <laughs> bit less every inflation year.
0: Inflation on hookers. Yeah. Trendy hookers and inflation. Now you know how it works.
1: Shit, I go to the store and for the same amount of food that I buy when I go to the grocery store, I'm paying 30% more right now. But
0: yeah, so my my requirements uh, I mean to be very specific in, in case any guy ever wants to hit me up out there. My requirements are very basic. It's either $300 an hour, it's an ounce of quality bud, a full ounce of quality bud, or make content with me, doesn't have to include face, it can be just waist down, but you have to have a decent sized dick, eight inches or bigger. Now, if you qualify for that one, then, you know, I'm down. If you qualify for the weed, if you got access to lots of weed, I'm down. And if you have access to lots of money, I'm down. So whether you have an abundance of dick, money, or weed, If you have an abundance of any of those three, I'm down. So, if you're rich in dick, weed, or money.
1: Honey's talking about Jiggy Jaguar.
0: She's going to get you going. Fuck.
1: No. Guess who reached out to me like Uh, two hours after that show ended. uh, (laughs) And? Well, he wants me to come on like, I think it was like June 13th. It's a fucking Saturday. He wants me on his show from 3 to 4, and then I got to turn around and leave at 4.30 to come out here and do this show for two hours.
0: He knows what day our fucking show's on.
1: Well, he also claims that he didn't know who I was, even though you and I are a fucking
0: staple together. Yeah. He's never he's never seen you with And
1: he's followed me on Twitter for years, and I've followed him back for he's, years.
0: He's never seen you with me, uh, and the reason I've never really introduced you a bunch to him is because usually- You a bitch? No, because I would be stuck at the signing booths, <laughs> and uh, Erica would line me up with these interviews, but I would either have to excuse myself from the Cliffs for Sale and walk over to a different booth to do the interview, or they would come over to my Cliffs for Sale booth. But I met Jiggy and did Jiggy interviews at the actual AVN events. um, Inside the AVN events, and you weren't there. You walked through, but you weren't signing or anything, so you walked through. Thank fucking
1: God. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I had to be stuck there all day, so I I would see Jiggy all the time because him and I worked the event together.
1: I did it one time. One was enough. Yeah. And these bitches that are just all about being at like the the Chatterbait booth. And you're literally sitting next to 70 other people and all you're doing is camming live at the award yep, show. It's like, yep, fuck, yep. Off. fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off.
0: Yeah, uh, if you, if, uh, we're not going to probably go to the AVNs anymore, but yeah, he was a regular fixer walking around the AVNs doing interviews. So he would go from booth to booth. He would set up with their publicists who he wanted to go talk to. He'd come over Cliff Cliffs for Sale at like 3.30 p.m. to hit me, and he'd interview me for a half hour or so, and then he'd go somewhere else. So I got to know Jiggy pretty well. He, I got to know him first. Apparently not
1: well enough to mention me.
0: Well, I, the first way I got to know Jiggy is when my publicist told me I was in no way uh, permitted or allowed to take his interviews. Oh, shit. She and Jiggy don't like each other, and they went oh. to war. And Erica and Jiggy had a big problem.
1: Who oh, doesn't she go to war with at one time or another?
0: But I guess it worked out because a few years later, Erica reaches out to me and says, hey, you got a spot on the Jiggy Jaguar show. I'm like, whoa, you told me I can't be on the Jiggy Jaguar show. You fucking hate his ass. <laughs> she's like, yeah, we made up. I'm like, we okay. Made up. I'm like, whatever, okay. So I went on his show and then uh, he started seeking me out of the AVNs because i was entertaining and i was quick-witted and a smart ass and said what was on my mind and i have a video on it i think if you type on youtube and put in jiggy jaguar kimber haven you'll see a, an actual video interview of me and jiggy at the AVNs he uh he was standing right next to me interviewing me i'm just being a jack how jackass. tall is he uh I'm a giant, so I was towering <laughs> over I was him. Asking. I was towering <laughs> over him. But yeah, if you go to YouTube and type in Jiggy Jaguar Kimberhaven, you'll probably it'll probably pop right up. Yeah, I'm wearing like a cameo bandana and cameo top and that. Camo cameo. Cameo. <laughs> wonder what the fuck that meant. Hey, I've been token. Come me some slack. Fuck.
1: Oh, you have? Yeah, I've
0: been token. Getting ready. Know. Fuck you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so what's been going on in your life?
1: Well, I know what I'm doing in a little bit.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to sh- do a shoot. We got a shoot to do.
1: Yeah, and it's, uh, it's going to be one that I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to say it's something you don't normally see from us. So yeah. just be ready.
0: Yeah, Raven offered to uh, help me make some content tonight. <laughs> So we're going we're gonna to do that <laughs> after the show. And we're going to try to do something you guys have never seen before. So I wouldn't uh, say never. Never. No. With the verbal aspect, never. Oh, okay. Never. I've never seen that before.
1: I don't know how verbal it's going to get. You know me. I can get verbal, but I'm not. Yeah, but it's with me. I'm not as adept as you are.
0: But it's with me, and you're much more capable with me getting <sighs> fucked up. No, because we feed off each other.
1: I so, don't know. We'll see.
0: So we need to tell the listeners about the upcoming trip that which you need to start planning. <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa! Why do I need to plan it?
0: Because because our normal production manager is not going to be involved in this trip.
1: She never is.
0: So we need to plan for the Kimber. Not. not not by her choice. The Kimber and Raven Atlanta BBC of Palooza.
1: BBC of Palooza. Yes,
0: that's why I'm calling this DVD.
1: Well, I'm already trying to line up talent for it. Yeah,
0: I am just going to be called Kimber and Ravens Atlanta BBC of Palooza. And it's going to be it's going to start off And we're going to start off in your your place and we're going to sit down in front of the camera and we're going to tell everybody what we're about to do. We're about to go on a trip. We're going to have
1: little excerpts from our trip while we're driving. Yes, you got (laughs) it.
0: And then we're going to get there and we're going to meet these guys, completely random Atlanta guys, and we're going to do scenes with them. And we're going to put them on DVD. we got to get them to sign a consent waiver and everything because we need them to... uh, be able to, re- we need- they don't have to show their That's face. That's going to be the
1: hardest part, though.
0: They don't have to show their face.
1: I know, but men are still fucking paranoid because I have to get a copy of their ID and make them sign a waiver. Yeah,
0: I, I was going to bring a bunch of masks and clean that programmable one you have for the guys that are really shy. I-
1: I've never even used that either.
0: Yeah, it's going to have BGM flashing or BBC Palooza.
1: No, that's, that's too long. You won't be able to read it. <laughs> the The lettering on it is quite large. So much more than BGM, it's just going to be scrolling across the screen and people uh, are going to be staring at the face trying to read it instead of paying attention we'll to what's just going do BGM.
0: on. BGM. That'll be cool.
1: But yeah, you can do all kinds of fucked up faces on it too.
0: So I, I think it'll be a, a big DVD sale, seller. Um, Kimber and Ravens, Atlanta... D V C uh, Palooza.
1: You know who's already volunteered? Who? Thad Max.
0: Isn't he with the uh, one with the upside down dick?
1: Yeah. But it's big. I don't know. And have- he's he's got some experience now. Yeah, he's we- been filming for a while. I don't know. So we never
0: saw it Get Hard.
1: Yeah, I know. But he's he's been in the industry for a bit now, so he knows how things work.
0: So he knows how to get his dick hard. And now. he will show his face. And he will show get his dick hard. Yeah. Okay, as long as he gets his J card. Yeah,
1: that's all that matters. I don't care if it's upside down. I did a
0: shoot with that, and I still haven't been able to use the footage. We did. Yeah, the footage was banked and never released because it wasn't worth releasing.
1: Oh, got to love honey. What? She says Raven is toping you. Toping? Toping. You know honey.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And honey, we love honey. She can't spell where the shit, but we love her.
1: You know, at first I thought it was like when I use voice to text, iPhones are notorious for making you sound like a fucking blithering idiot. But then I just realized that no, it's it's honey.
0: Oh. <laughs> wow. No,
1: no, I'm not saying she's a blithering idiot, but she the spell the the incorrect spelling
0: Yeah, and fucking Honey was wanting to come on this fucking trip or something. She doesn't even like BBC.
1: I know. She says she's fine with it if we're there. Oh, Jesus Christ. She wants her guards. (laughs) Fuck off. God, that was a horrible impression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she thinks you're going to protect her?
1: She said, as long as we are there. Yeah, because if it's a big black dude, there ain't a whole lot of protecting I can do other than pulling out a firearm. What?
0: Uh, just, are you just reading? I'm reading the chat, them going <laughs> back and forth.
1: <laughs> I just read it too. See, guys, this is why you should be in chat and not just listening to the show.
0: Ronnie says, honey, you were great on Jiggy Jaguar, but it's not my bag, though. Um, Jiggy is very standard. (sighs) He's very radio DJ standard. Very radio DJ basic. He asks pretty much the same fucking questions. He's very radio DJ. Um, He's just... He's in that that mold that if you don't like the radio DJ style, uh, Jiggy would rub you the wrong way because he's a total radio DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Honey doesn't like BBC. Honey is afraid of any male dick. Well, Honey told me that she's okay with BBC as long as it's bigger than me.
1: She told me she's okay with it as long as we are present. So Honey needs to figure out what Honey likes.
0: Honey doesn't know what she... She's still growing up. She's discovering things. Don't be scared. (laughs) Don't be scared of that big black dick. (laughs) That big black swinging dick. That's why we're going to Atlanta. That's what the whole point is of the BBC of Palooza.
1: Trey, if you, you say you're not afraid of me, you come stalking at my house, you will be afraid of me real quick.
0: Oh damn.
1: Well, the last guy that stalked me with your face off guns was stalking me with like it was like four different instances and the last time it happened I met him at the door with my 45.
0: With what your face off guns?
1: No, they're my even the playing field guns. Jesus
0: Christ. Aren't they the same guns that. They're uh,
1: not the same guns. Cas- the ones.
0: Caster, uh, Casper Troy has in Face Off. They're
1: gold 45s. Oh, Mine sorry. are stainless with oh, white pearl sorry. grips. Oh, yours is silver. Sorry. My, my, not my, silver. My, my they're mistake. stainless.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, God. much less gaudy.
1: And now you're gonna make me share it in live chat. Much so less gaudy. It. It's not gaudy.
0: Yeah, you you don't have gaudy guns or anything. It's just I don't. Fucking face-off Casper Troy guns.
1: There's nothing wrong with having matching pistols.
0: You have stainless steel 45s with pearl grips. So, you, you don't think that's a little? That's a little much. No, I don't. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: I think it's something that very few people are able to do.
0: That's how she's going to answer the phone guys. I mean, the the door guys. That's how she's going to answer the door. Trust me.
1: If I don't know you, fuck yeah, I will.
0: And guys, make sure you you notice what brand those are.
1: I didn't buy them because of that. Kimber is a very well-known, very respected company that produces firearms
0: well the bottom line is if you piss raven off she's going to turn one of her kimbers on you
1: (laughs) either you or those
0: (laughs) she's gonna release some form of kimber on you
1: i mean at this point i have four
0: yeah if you piss her off enough she's gonna ask you if you want to meet kimber (laughs) you're never gonna know what she really means M. Black just called me Raven Eastwood. <laughs> Maybe you can have a conversation and argument with a chair. What? You don't remember when he did that at the no. RNC convention? Because he's a, a fucking weirdo Republican? No. Yeah, he, he put a chair on stage and he pretended it was Obama and had a full conversation oh, with the, the empty chair.
1: Did he tell him to get off his chair?
0: It was like, wow, uh, poor Clint Eastwood.
1: Well, he is like 9,000 years old now.
0: Yeah, and he he has not aged well mentally. He he's gone down the line of a uh, Speaking of
1: Clint Eastwood, I want you to explain something to me because I know you're a cinephile. What?
0: I'm a less movies, what, yes.
1: <laughs> what makes a western a spaghetti western? Is it literally just cuz it's produced by Italians? It it was
0: filmed in Italy, yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: I actually didn't know that, what was it, A Fistful of Dollars is actually considered a spaghetti western?
0: In the 60s, they, they had all these huge tax breaks for filming movies. They were trying to bring economy into Italy. So Italy offered American studios huge tax incentives to film there. So they went down there and filmed a shit ton of uh, Westerns that were known as spaghetti Westerns because they were filmed in Italy.
1: Okay, so that's why they're called spaghetti Westerns. Okay, that makes sense then.
0: Westerns in the 60s were spaghetti Westerns because that was, uh, they were either filmed on a back lot or in Italy because of the tax breaks.
1: Gotcha. See, I didn't know that.
0: Now that you think about the reason, though, the spaghetti westerns, is a little racist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. Why I, don't
0: you just call it a waff? I was a, a about western.
1: to say it's better than calling it a, a, gu, a guido <laughs> western. <laughs>
0: One of them fucking guido westerns. <laughs> Assless chaps. I have a pair of those.
1: Of course, back in those days, they weren't exactly um, politically correct, so... I'm surprised they didn't just call it a, a Guido Western.
0: I have a pair of assless chaps to you. I'm sure you do.
1: Do you? I need a pair as bad as I'm fucking bruising lately.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing you in my assless chaps. See how you look now that you got an ass. Oh, fuck you. I'm just, saying. I'm just saying. You'd probably, like, fill it out now. You got the fucking joke you know, now. You can do a little dance, and I'll, I'll, I know the perfect song. I want to be a cowboy. You can be my cowgirl. I got my boots. That is such a fucking corny... Uh,
1: I don't own assless chaps. However, I do own a pair of thigh-high cowgirl boots.
0: I didn't ask about that. I asked about fucking assless chaps.
1: I don't fucking have assless chaps. I do. I have thigh-high boots. Well,
0: why don't we do a fucking country western shoot with you? I've done many.
1: Then you wear them, and I'll wear my boots.
0: No, I put you in the assless chaps.
1: That won't look good. I
0: want to dress you up
1: with thigh high
0: cowgirl boots. That's because you're not going to be wearing thigh high cowboy boots.
1: And what the fuck am I going to be wearing?
0: Chaps. Jesus Christ, you don't follow. Barefoot,
1: barefoot, and chaps.
0: No, you're going to wear boots. I know you own country western boots. I fucking know you do.
1: What color are the chaps? (laughs) They're black. That won't go with my brown cowgirl boots. I don't care. However, my thigh-high cowgirl boots are black and white.
0: I don't care. I don't care. When when will you understand? I know what I'm talking about. I know what will look good on film. Just put your self in my hands, you used to, you used to, and then you got cocky. Oh, you you fuck know you. that I know how to make you look good. You you had this wonderful photo shoot with me. Just trust me. I got you.
1: What are you going to dress for your photo shoot tonight?
0: Well, I have to look all punk bitch tonight. I got to look like a little sissy. <laughs> so I'm going to um, wear like pink pigtails and uh, a lot of pink, maybe some sissy socks with heels. And Fucking faggot. Yeah, I'll be all punked out.
1: You're going to be my little faggot.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to be dressed
1: more like a dominatrix, all black. Which I have not done in a while.
0: I'll even put like a little sissy collar on.
1: Doesn't have a leash? Probably, yeah. Where I can be pulling it back as I'm pounding you? Oh, geez. What? You want to be a fucking sissy? I'll treat you like Damn. a goddamn sissy. Damn,
0: you're getting aggressive already. I'm getting started right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck, you're already starting to <laughs> get aggressive.
1: Oh. Aww.
0: <laughs> Honey said-
1: loves when you play the bitch.
0: Who says I'm playing? <laughs> Who says I have a choice? She's gonna make me make me into.
1: Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rape that ass.
0: Okay then.
1: I'm gonna make you know Raven Rocks was back there.
0: Honey Rains is like, uh oh, oh, I'm gonna miss it. So uh uh I'll send you the video.
1: Since since you got pounded out what a few weeks ago, you still feel comfortable about filming five inches of fury?
0: No, I, I I you know, I, I've gotta say that, you know, I have more respect for your dick than I used to. God damn right. <laughs> God damn right. <laughs> so oh, I mean Oh shit. On the trip you pounded it out. So you made your point.
1: Yeah, if you're on Twitter you can see the little thirty second excerpt of it.
0: Yeah, you made your point. So. It got
1: it got Bruce turned on.
0: Point taken. Learned a little respect that day. Point taken. Okay. So I'm assuming you're going to try to teach me some more respect tonight. You will learn to respect me. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Nina says five inches of fury. We were going to do a kung fu spoof. That was going to be called Five Inches of Fury. And she was going to be playing a Kung Fu master. And it was all going to be dubbed. And she was going to be doing these stupid stunts. And I thought it would be fucking hilarious to do just like an old Chinese Kung Fu flick with porn. And she's going to fuck you with her Five Inches of Fury.
1: What what kind of Kung Fu would you call that?
0: And then, you know, you grab the, their person's shirt and you pull it off and it goes whoops. Oh,
1: and it just flies off of them. Yeah,
0: and and everything makes a sound effect. (laughs) I thought it would be fucking hilarious. I wanted to film it, but, you know, that was back in the days where we would take a lot of time to film this shit. Oh, my God, yeah. We still haven't even completed TGG. We only have one one scene to film. But your girl is, like, semi-retired and shit.
1: She said she's wanting to come back.
0: All right, well, it's getting to the uh, temperature. Now we could film it. Okay. I'll, I'll just tell have her to, to start getting ready. I'll have to whip out the, the set into shape real quick, and then we can pound it out laterally. <laughs> You're going to have to do the uh, the heavy lifting on that one. Why? Uh, I'm having a hard time getting hard lately.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Making money's more important than being Kimber fucking Haven.
0: Uh <laughs> all the guys are probably wondering. I'm on a medication right now that's giving me some erectile issues. Don't worry, it won't be on it for long.
1: All right, you got forty seconds.
0: All right, people. so we are going to watch White Girl Apocalypse Thursday. So be on air next week listening to the show to hear Raven and I's full review. About our experience watching White Girl Apocalypse. Of
1: the shittiest movie ever. That
0: will be next week, so tune in to hear it. We love you guys. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on you.
2: The a going in her ass. You're gonna have to burn it
1: afterwards anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick.